an eargasm of learning and a no-fuss show. Welcome to the Creative Talk Podcast, where you can learn straightforward topics about branding, digital entrepreneurship, online business, and many more with your charming host, John Santos, along with inspiring entrepreneurs, creators, and thought leaders worldwide. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Creative Talk Podcast with me, John Santos. And today, we have a very, very special guest. I am a fan. Why? Because, well, our listeners and viewers know this, that I'm more into arts and, and design, more of like, I, I took up fine arts and, and, you know, arts and design is in my heart. And this person, our special guest, is for me an amazing human being because not only he is good in what he do, but he really step up. He, he really, you know, brought that level to a different... He, he's amazing, guys. Why? <laughs> Why? For all listeners and, and viewers out there, guys, he worked with brands such as Google, Adobe, Emirates, Converse, Coca-Cola, and Red Bull, a lot more. But he decided to move away. And I'm excited to know what was the thought process behind that. He decided to say goodbye to the freelance life so he could focus more on his core, his projects, you know, himself as a brand and teaching on YouTube. Now, I mentioned YouTube, guys. I, I told him about this and he was like, he's used to it. <laughs> he was like, nothing, no big deal, brother. <laughs> 28 million views on youtube guys our special guest is teaching online with that count view count as of now 28 million wow he is a professional designer with 10 years plus experience 577,000 youtube subscriber guys we're we're in the presence of royalty <laughs> <laughs> Let's all welcome. Very humble. Very, I, I love the, the aura. I love the smile. He's just an amazing human being. Let's all welcome Ben Maria. Thank you. And welcome to the show. Thank you so much, Jan. That is one, one hell of an introduction. <laughs> Thank you very much. I'm, I'm very flattered and I'm very pleased to be here. Thank you so much. <laughs> so much for inviting me. I'm excited. Love that. Love that. I, I raised the bar, bro. You, 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 <laughs> you have. This bar. is by far the most hype introduction I've ever had. And I love it. No, but I, I, I mentioned this off cam and I'm say I'm going to say it again, bro. Um, ben, thank you. I know you're a very busy person. Um, you are an entrepreneur, time difference and everything, but you've spent time to be with us here in the show. So thank you so much, brother. The mere fact that you exchange, because we guys, for all the listeners and viewers out there, we were exchanging messages and I, I have no idea that he would reply to my message. Because again, we are in the presence of royalty, 500,000 <laughs> subscribers, 100,000 on Instagram, 28 million viewers. I mean, I'm a spec, but you know nothing nothing like that happened he he reached out he really he he's an amazing human being again with that word because he is so ben again from the bottom of my heart and my team thank you so much for being with us here in the show you're so welcome i'm um, i'm honored thank you very much all right so i know about your journey 
but you know the the details that I mentioned in the intro was in your website. You know, it's it's really there, and it it's an inter. I, I know you. I feel you, and I understand um, the concept behind the context where that came from because I'm an artist as well. Um, but for all the listeners and and viewers out there. They were like, "What did you just said?" He walked away from working with those big brands to focus on what? <laughs> so, bro, um, I wanna, I wanna know more about you know uh, an overview of your journey. What, what, why you do what you do as a brand, as a person? Who influenced you? Or what influenced you to be in this position you are right now? This position of greatness. The floor is yours, my friend. All right. Well, I think first I should explain a little bit what I do because I'm a motion designer, and that's a when I mentioned that to people like the next question is what does that mean? And then it's well, animation <laughs> and like Pixar, and it's like well, not quite, not quite, not quite. Mm, so mm. motion design or like motion graphics. So some people may be familiar with some aspects of it. It's essentially where graphic design, animation, illustration, and like. Computer-generated imagery (VFX) where they all meet, where they live together. So the main application of that is like commercial animation. If you see an animation for a brand that doesn't that's animated but doesn't look like a cartoon, that's that's probably that's motion design. But it also, um, yeah. So the graphic design illustrated, illust- sorry, graphic design animated, illustrations animated, but also things like how your UI, your user interface on your phone on an app, like when when a button expands and contracts to um to let you know you've selected something it's those little details what's something that's designed to animate to an experience now there's within that field there's lots and lots of things like ui and you know visual effects and all of those things my my little niche that i do is um sort of 2d illustrative motion design so it's more graphic design and illustration that's um that's been animated and then i those works are on your instagram right like clips of it right yes yeah you'll be able to see um anything like that uh, on my instagram Mm. and um yes and before i started you know teaching that on youtube because that's essentially what i do now is i teach people how to do that um on youtube and i sell online courses as well so that's my main um business but before that i was doing um i was a freelancer and before that working at um you know, working with studio, that's where I get to work with a lot of the big brands. That's earning uh, a lot of money, eh? Yeah, and and, and, all right, it's it's a decent living. Like what I really love motion design for is I really think it's for people that are uh, creatively minded and interested in like graphic design and illustration, because that was my main background. I studied studied graphic design at UD and then I thought, nah, graphic design, it's a lot of moving rectangles and type about, I want to do illustration. I want to draw cool things. Designers are going to, they're going to, what? What is he saying? <laughs> no, they'll agree. There's it's draw, there's a lot of drawing rectangles yeah, and yeah. square boxes. I'm with, and, you. I'm and, with you. I'm with you with that. <laughs> <laughs> not that that's not like, hey, that's the, I it's wish important. I had the att- attention span to stick mm. to an art, mm. art like that. Right. But I, I was I feel that I got to not bored. Like I always, <laughs> you know, with my mind, I want to jump around like, no, right. I want to try this as well and try mm. that and try that. And then motion design happened to be where they all um, you know, where they, I can use a little bit of everything there. But I really think it's one of the, like, it's a really fast growing industry, certainly um, as I've been going in there. And like, for people that are into, like, I was 
trying to be a freelance illustrator before I learned motion design. And it's very hard. It's a really competitive market because there's so many people with amazing illustrate illustration skills. And, and there's very few people that are paying, getting paid like a good amount to do it for themselves. But motion design, it's a little bit more of a trade. There are fewer people that know how to animate and it's a very uh, applicable. A brand can say, we have this, we need you to animate something. So it's a, it's a very, it's a much easier um, exchange of value rather than we want you to draw this picture. I like the artist like, well, this is, I've trained my whole life for this. this is very valuable, but it's harder for the brand to see that and think, oh, I don't know about my, my cousin knows has Photoshop. I don't know if I want to pay you this amount for, and, and that being sort of more of a trade that kind of gets handed between an agency and a studio, like a brand will hire a studio, the studio will hire me. So you're not so much, you, if you don't want to be, you don't have to be in that equation, chasing clients right, right. and putting yourself out there, which is what I struggled with. So I thought, mm. You know, if I get good at this thing, then I won't need to be as um, brave and put myself out there as right. much, which is but the opposite of what I'm doing now, walk away, now. Why walk away with, you know, certainly, I mean, you, you've said it yourself that there's a, it is a niche based, you know, um, uh, you're, you're in the core, man, the supply and demand, you're in the core. They need you. Like what you've said, there's. There's a scarcity when it comes to what you do. And I agree. I mean, I mean, I've seen people who like 10 graphic artists to do this, but to animate that, there's only like two or one. If if you're in that, if in you're in that space and you're you're working with like known brands, why walk away? Mm-hmm. Um, well, this was it was the end of my first year of freelancing. So working with studios, I had a bit of, you know, the job security. I was on a, you know, the salary and, a, you know, I go to work, put, put in my time and then they'd leave. And then I, I was tempted, like, well, the freelance life. I, um, I heard, you know, they, well, essentially we had a freelancer come in to the studio because we, we did a big project and like, well, we need an extra animator in. And then I happened to learn that, that what their day rate was and it was like, it's only a week's wage for, for me and everyone else on the salary. I'm like, oh, now that's, that's the idea. You, you come in like a, like a cowboy, like this mercenary <laughs> that's come in, gets paid big dollars. They come in, they don't have to deal with any of the issues at the front and they leave and don't have to deal with any of the, the back end. So I was like, that right. sounds like a great life. And, um, <laughs> and it's actually a book I've got at the back here, The Freelance Manifesto by Joey mm. Corriman. He's a big influence um, Mm. to me. I read that book and it essentially broke down a little bit of the technical aspects of how to find clients. Mm. And to me, that was like, if I follow this, I can find clients. Because that was the bit that I struggled with. I thought I was pretty confident in my work Mm. and I was pretty confident once I got the clients, I'd be able to deliver to them. But I was very nervous, very anxious, very shy and did, did like I don't showing your work and saying, Hey, this is good enough for you to pay me for. It's like, that was a big, that's a big step. Right. So, but this kind of gave me a bit, a bit of a formula, a little bit of an insight to how to do that without, you know, it being a big, <laughs> a big an issue as I was making it in my head. Right. And then like, that sort of gave me the confidence to think, well, you know what, I'm going to try going freelance mm. and see how this goes. And then at the end of my first um, year of freelancing, it went really well. And I was pretty much booked almost, uh, all, like pretty consistently, like most weeks I was booked. So I was like, okay, this is pretty good. And from here, there's only so there's a, you know, an obvious ceiling of how much time I can spend working on my business and making stuff. So 
I think, well, the only way to, you know, earn more money would be to like increase my day rate. And there's only a <laughs> limit that someone can possibly pay for that. Yeah. So I thought, well, what I can do in order to, you know, because really what I wanted was to work on the more interesting projects, more cool right. projects that weren't as, um, as you know, as corporate. Because like all of the yes. jobs, there's lots of big brands there, mm. but very few of those big brands are on I, my um, portfolio because it's that's sort of the behind behind the scenes stuff that's not as ah, interesting and sexy right, as you right, imagine. So right. you know, some Love of them that. are. There's some um, the Coca-Cola one, Emirates ones, Google. Mm. Those ones are really good. Mm. Converse one was very old. I'm trying to think of all the ones you mentioned. Some of them are Red Bull. Also. How about Red Bull? Oh, yeah. No, you won't find that on there. That was for... <laughs> I was expecting... No. I mean, Red Bull, because they're operating in, you know, extreme sports, you know, non, non you know, unorthodox um, product. But then, wow, that's surprising that uh, it bores you. <laughs> oh, no, it wasn't a bore. So it was just a not as exciting. It's It was for a... A promotion they did for a video game conference in Australia. Oh. They, had a, they, had a, they had a Street Fighter edition Red Bull. So I was animating Hadoukens onto a can. Really? So, Dude. Yeah. That's what? <laughs> Street Fighter. I mean, I grew up playing that on yeah. Super Nintendo. I mean, well, how cool is that? But yeah, kidding aside, I do get your point. Dude, um, were you scared, bro, uh, moving away from, from that and, and towards embracing? Like, you know, for all the listeners and viewers out there, Ben here is focusing on, yes, he, himself as a brand and teaching, teaching online. Mm. Uh, w- was it a scary feeling for you? Was, w- was there ever a, a moment that you were like, man, this is scary. I did the jump and I'm not sure if this will work. The jump into the into YouTube wasn't, that scary because mm. it was at the end of that first year, I figured, well, what can I do to, to kind of get the jobs I want? I figured the best way to scale those yeah. kind of things to do my interesting job is to get, find more people that see my work exactly. and I figured mm. and grow an audience that mm. way, even though I'm not exactly sure what I want to do in 10 years, yeah. if I have, you know, a, you know, a larger audience, maybe what I um, want to do might be easier. Mm. Um, so I started the YouTube channel, but I did it at the same time freelancing. So mm. I kind of treated it as this is my personal project that I'm going to work on this year. Ah. So when I have downtime in between jobs, I'm going right. to make, make videos. And and the I, I suppose I didn't really intend for this to happen, but what kind of happened was as the YouTube started taking off, I just yeah. could kind of taper off taking freelance gigs. And then Ooh. at one point it was, it was November, 2019 was my mm. last freelance job. And then it wasn't like a, I'm finished freelancing forever. Yeah. It was kind of, Oh, I'm probably not going to say yes to a job again, unless it's really wow. worth it. So yeah, it was just slowly tapering one off as the other one, the other one increased. Love that. Love that. Another follow-up question, bro, on, on that. Um, why, why the desire to teach? I mean, there's a lot of designers out there that they don't want to teach what they have because you know they they see people that are learning as a potential um, competitor. So mm. a, a person like you, which I believe you are, and I know in my heart that you are an expert, um, and you're sharing your knowledge, bro. Um, mm-hmm what's happening? Why the passion to teach? Oh, um, initially, like the passion to like teach, to like share all that information to be a teacher, that mm. wasn't, that's something I've kind of grown into enjoying. Like I never thought of myself as a teacher. It was kind mm. of when, 
when I'd post things on Instagram, like uh, here's an animation I made, mm. and then I would post, hey, here's a little breakdown. Here's a one minute of how I how I did it, a little behind the scenes. Right. That would always get five, ten times as many views. Yeah. And I, I, like, I agree. More interested in that. <laughs> and I, and I, I, I'm more interested in that because when mm. I see a cool animation, I'm like, oh, that's awesome. But like there is such, there's a, a bigger barrier between you and the artwork. Like that looks great. I don't know how they did that. But Ooh. when someone shows a breakdown, it's like, those are the tools I use. I could mm. like, it makes you think, oh, I could do that. They just did something a little bit different that I wasn't thinking about. Or yeah. Find something new. And especially with animation in After Effects, which is the um, software that I primarily um, teach mm. how to use, like there's a real simple core to most of it. It's mainly the, mo the, the motion of the position, scale, rotation, and the shape path. Right. Wow. With the, if you know those four things, you can pretty much make anything if you put your mind to it. There might be easier ways and there's some tricky ways and stuff like that. But it's same thing like, um, you know, like on the piano, there's yeah. however many notes you can write any sort of music. As long as you, it's just putting them in, in the right sequence is the tricky Ooh, thing. Love that. Um, yeah. Um, so, uh, yeah, my initial idea was to just think, I got a lot of requests for a particular type of like an animated grain I was using. So this is really niche. So yeah. a, a type of shading that isn't just a gradient. It goes from, you know, black to white, but in between is these little dots and speckles of like noise and grit. And it's wow. kind of textured. And that's what the kind of work that I was doing. And not like there's a lot of people doing it. It was a right. style, but that was what I was kind of known for. And I worked up a, a secret recipe that I, cause it took me ages to figure out how do I do this? I've been seeing other people make it like the top mm. studios that do amazing work. Like, how do they do that grain? And I figured out a pretty close way. And I, and lots of people ask me, how do I do it? I figured I can share this because I don't see any resource on there wow. online breaking this down. So that was the first video I, um, I ever did. And it got a very good response. And then like my initial plan was to just release, you know, one video right. uh, a week. So I did have a big plan. It wasn't just I released a video and like, oh, that went well. I'll do some more. I did have a plan to like, okay, I'm gonna give YouTube a good, a good, a good hard crack, <laughs> as we say here, and um, and do one video a week. And then yeah, after the response to the first one, I was it got me so excited. The response was so so wow. positive, way more than I ex expected. Do um, you still remember the hits that you made from that video? I remember, yeah, I remember the views um, coming in like, oh, this is amazing. It's got this many views. And they kept they kept going up. Like that video still is one of my more successful ones. Wow. And partly I imagine is the curiosity of people going, what was the first video he did? Yeah, um, yeah. All the, all, all the listeners <laughs> and viewers that are tuning into this episode, they're going to be, what, what is he talking? Which episode is that? <laughs> yes. Wow. I love that, man. And, and you know, it's, it's an addition that I respect you because... I love that you you've, you have a secret sauce, but instead mm -hmm. of keeping it, you, your mindset is to share it because you know you want. I, I love what you mentioned that there's no resource for you know people your tribe uh, around you to learn about it, and you have discovered a way. It may not be the same thing, but it's like what you've said, similar, closer, and you are you're initial response is to share it out i love that and i believe that's the reason why you're successful now it's because your intention is always to help out and you know bring the the positivity in people around you maybe in design and, and beyond so i love that having having said about you teaching and mm -hmm. and youtube 
Um, I know our viewers and listeners are very excited because I am. I I am really excited to learn from the master. <laughs> Bro, um, with your expertise and your perspective, let's talk about design tips on how to make an impact on social media and beyond. With with your expertise, with your journey, what tips can you share? Not only on social media, but if you're a content creator, like what we talked about earlier in business and beyond, how to make an impact in the design that you made. The floor is yours, my friend. Okay. Well, I think like the biggest, the most important thing that I think really helped me starting, especially on YouTube, is that really um, I learned from watching, from watching lots of videos that to succeed on YouTube and really, I think, in any social media, you need to like offer this three things that people want to want to see in your feed. Like people are busy. There's literally like almost infinite amount of content they could be watching that's not your, yours. And typically if people don't know who you are, they don't really care about you. That's understandable. Like, um, so you need to like really offer them something. You need to make it worth their while. And you can, there's three, three methods. That's either with um, education, entertainment, or inspiration. Now, a lot of the, that's pretty tricky. It's inspiration and entertainment. They're particularly tricky and a lot more subjective. So I figured, hey, if I can teach someone something that no one, um, not that no one saw them before, but like is they can definitely say, I watched this video and at the end I learned something and then can't deny that. I can't take that away from them. People are going to disagree whether it's entertaining or inspirational, obviously. <laughs> so I thought I want to try to educate people um, mm. in this format. So I think just really make the content valuable. A lot of time I see people and I get caught up into the, the right race as well of like, I just need to put something out there to be active on social and it just ends up being empty and not that interesting. And like, what's the point of people looking at it? Cause people, I understand that there's certain value in being, you know, top of mind of like being, Oh, they know you exist. Oh, good. They remember him. But for really trying to grow an audience and have more impact. I think you really need to, you know, offer something that is um, more than, doesn't have to be maybe more than they're already getting, but, you know, something that's valuable to them. And particularly in my industry, like animation, because it's a pretty new industry, almost everyone learnt what they did from YouTube. So like everyone <laughs> in the industry kind of goes there. It's not like, right. like learning an instrument, learning a guitar. You can learn guitar online. You mm. can learn guitar from an instructor, from a school. Motion design was still pretty new and fresh. There wasn't, now they have uh, university courses for it. But before mm. then, there was, there was a couple of YouTube channels. There was Andrew Kramer, Evan Abrams, Jake Bartlett. There was a couple of, um, you know, people on YouTube that were, mm. that were doing it. But there wasn't that many. It wasn't as broad. So I got lucky that, you know, there was, there was a funnel. So like, oh, if I'm, if I make content on there, eventually people um, interested in seeing it, um, we'll, we'll see it. So I think, yeah, offering, just making something, making sure it's valuable and not just you out there in order to mm. be on someone's feed, just so you get yourself on their feed. Cause I don't think that's, mm. even if they see you a lot, that's not going to make them particularly uh, want to see you again. I, I agree. I mean, um, especially in today's generation, I think the battle between, um value but you're releasing less mm. against um you're releasing you're making noise based on quantity right you know the the momentum and it's it's not bad but because platforms like i mean youtube shorts there and their press releases you you 
create a lot, you post a lot, you interact a lot, therefore you're going to grow. So that impact for creators, okay, let's make tons of content that could really hit that algorithm so therefore we can grow. Mm-hmm. But I love what you said that, yes, that's an option. But as a creator, if your intention is to really change people's lives by design, you should really work on something valuable so that when you share, not only will it gain engagement online, but it could really benefit people around you and change their life. Could be business and beyond, right? Yeah, exactly. And I think it, it's hard to find that balance. Like, obviously, more is better. If you can make high-quality stuff and yeah. pump, pump it out four posts a day, do it great, wonderful. But I think it's finding a balance between make something good and then make as much of that as, as you possibly can. It doesn't need to be perfect. It'll mm. never be perfect. Um, but it should at least be uh, valuable and not just, you know, flooding up um, wow. uh, people's feeds. I think. Love that. Ben, I have a follow-up question because you are a successful um, content creator on YouTube. Well, and also on Instagram, but let's focus on your YouTube content. What's the secret? I mean, uh, n- non-technical, what's, what's your um, secret sauce that makes your content on YouTube really click hits? And okay. I mean, let, let's it, value aside. Let's put value aside because clearly it is valuable. Each, guys, for all the listeners and viewers, each content that Ben produce will really help you in your journey towards design or something similar connected to that context. But let's put that aside. What's the mm-hmm. secret sauce of Ben Marriott in creating powerful content on YouTube? Okay, so there's a few things. One of them, which I think made me stand out in the um, in in my niche of teaching animation and specifically motion design, is that because. I came from a pretty strong design background um, before I went into animation. So coming from that way, I think it's a lot easier because it means you have the fundamentals, the understanding of how to make something look good, the structure, the composition versus in animation. If you know, you can learn animation first, it's a lot harder to then learn composition and um, all of those hierarchy and layout because like if something's designed really well and it moves a little bit, it still looks great. But if something looks crap, but it's animated really well, it still doesn't look very good. So I think because mine was so design focused, especially at the start, people could see my plan was to make videos that showed people how to make um, content that looks like the big studios are making. Because that's what I wanted to make animation all through my career. It's like, oh, I want to make um, animations that look like Buck, a Giant Ant, Oddfellows, who are the big studios. And like, I want to make content that looks like that. And I try to you know, figure out how they did that grain shading. And then I think when, when I shared that, people could say, oh, stuff that looks re- reasonably high, high end, um, it isn't that high. It's still the same shape layers and mm. basic motions that everything... Um, that, that they can do and hopefully trying to, you know, essentially bridge that gap, show that hey, you can do this too. It's not that hard. And that's my philosophy, philosophy in present in presenting things. It's like, it's just simple things, moving it around. You can, you can do it. Anyone can do this. It's, you know, it's, it's tricky. It takes a bit of practice to get some, certain things. Right. But you know, it's not that, I mean, you know, your man at a mouse and a keyboard with all the resources <laughs> you need in, in YouTube. It's um, yeah. You don't have to be, you know, a born six foot seven to be able to like um, play in the NBA or anything like that. You know, it's pretty a- approachable. That's how I try to make it. And then there's the, all the other, 
aspects of is the succeeding on YouTube is, you know, trying to fit in with their, their algorithm and, um, you know, play those, those games, which you do have to do in order for something to get, um, successful, like, um, and I've kind of changed my approach recently. Like I've gone to, you know, fewer videos. I upload once every two weeks now, um, occasionally a little wow. longer, but it's once every two wow. weeks. Um, that's really against what the platform is, uh, pushing, right? Like they, they well, want more, they want more and, and like daily if they, if the, the creator can, but your technique is like <laughs> once every two weeks. Wow. Yes. So like daily is obviously great. Like for certain niches, like people yeah, doing yeah. extreme and gaming and, and mm. news and things like that, it's, right. it's perfect because you've got an audience like that. But most people in my audience, if you're a motion designer, you're not, you're typically not learning, like going down for a big educational session every day. Right. So um, I think the people that would come back daily for that content is yeah. smaller than in other niches, mm. but also um, I've really uh, approached it from the, the, you know, the Pareto principle here. I'm sure you're familiar with the 80, 20 yes. principle, whether yeah. you know, 20% of your, um, your output, um, you know, 20% of your efforts gives you 80% of your output, something like that. It's that it's, it's an asymmetric relationship between the effort you put in and the effort you come out. And you mentioned, you know, however many millions of views I have on YouTube, 80% of them come from about five videos. So my, um, Cause like most of my videos get around, you know, 50 to 150,000 views typically, um, mm-hmm. over, you know, a few, few months. Um, but the highest viewed ones have, um, over a billion. So my instinct now is to like, well, I, I don't want to make the videos that get like 30 K views. And obviously mm-hmm. this is still a, a, a lot of views. And back when I was like, this is so many views, yeah. but you know, you keep doing videos that don't perform well, YouTube will punish you. And I right. do not want to be. Um, suffer the wrath of the algorithm. <laughs> so my strategy is now like, what if I try really hard to try to make just the videos that, that perform really well and like coincidentally mm. perform really well by being really good content that people enjoy that will click on and mm. watch till the end or as close yes. to the end as possible. So my new strategy with probably my last only like six videos, like all the videos I've made this year mm. have been to like really increase the production value and the editing and get straight to the point and wow. add things and explain things more, um, more than just simply a screen recording yes. of a tutorial, which is all mm. my other content, which is like, great. If you're into that, that's fantastic. You'll sit there and watch it, but it's a pretty like boring thing. Like mm. cinematically, it's right, like, this right. is a, a screen of software and a mouse moving around it with a voiceover. It's not the most thrilling um, yeah. enterprise. So I've tried to change it up a little bit and really like, th- uh, sorry, pardon me, uh, thumbnails and the title are really the most important thing. Like it, it, I it's love not the great thumbnails, man. I love the thumbnails. I love the approaching <laughs> titles. You are amazing. Oh, thank you. Because, like, really, if people don't click on it, uh, they're not they're not going to see the value that you've provided. And as long as you provide them a lot of value and they don't regret clicking on it, um, as long as you're not deceitful, <laughs> like in the title, I think you can get away with everything, anything. Right, right. And it's not like I don't particularly want to um, title videos like things you don't these things you don't know about After Effects, are, you know. Uh, harming your neighbor's children or anything like anything like that. I don't do make them that sensational. Yeah. But like that's what YouTube wants. People want to go, what if I don't click this, my yeah. health is at risk. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you want to be able to say, Hey, this is how to do this thing, how to do X using mm. this software. Mm. Like that's what you want to put in there. But you know, that 
like Love unfortunately that. like everyone hates clickbait but everyone yeah, clicks on it so the clickbait like, game <laughs> my i've resigned to okay i'll play the click game a little bit but right. i'm going to back it up by making the best videos i can exactly. possibly make to um mm. as long as people are like ben got me with the clickbait but, <laughs> you know hey it's a good video can't, can't complain wow love that ben and you know one thing i really really focused on when you were explaining your you know what makes your content successful on youtube is the word mm-hmm. focus um because you 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 really are focusing on what you do, what you've been crafting and what content to release that's the reason why it's so successful i love that you're focused and it shows that your your passion in in creating something valuable and in helping people around you your tribe it really matters so you're focused on that and no wonder why your content really goes beyond you know it, it like we're talking about billion billion views so wow thank you for sharing those secret i learn a lot I learn a lot from you know from thumbnails, titles, and just being simple. I love that. I'm an advocate of being simple. We don't need to hmm. overcomplicate things, you know, in design, in in entrepreneurship, in in being creative, and in life. You don't need to overcomplicate things. We are created to be simple because simple really makes things better, right? It it clears mind. Sometimes we we overcomplicate things and then it end up being cluttered and you know we lose track but i love what you said that okay I, i'm going to be honest after effects for me dude yep. it's it's a battle <laughs> mm-hmm. i remember um back in college days man after effects is killing me when you were explaining like the simple uh motion you moving the 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 dots and everything i was like in my mind it's like it's easy for you to say you're an expert i was like i'm struggling dude when i made like a simple left to right movement it was like the greatest thing i ever accomplished in after effects and then i said to myself damn it this is not working i'm going to hire people that do stuff for me i can think I can craft the idea and then you create it you animate it but you know but I love what you said that while you're explaining the technicalities of 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 the software of after effects and doing the the craft just be simple you know just enjoy what you're doing and and I can feel the simplicity even though I know it's complicated and that's the power of your content the mere fact that you're stating that you're telling your viewers that hey I know this is complicated it's not for everyone but here I am with my passion to teach you can do it because it's simple just have fun and we're going to do it and that I believe my friend your power in the content that you create that's why you are successful plus your charm man you're you're a kind person you're a humble creative guy that really makes impact so thank you ben for sharing those wonderful insights being such you know a humble and simple guy i, I love the vibe guys for everyone that is listening in and watching this episode go on to youtube type ben marriott it, it will pop up and you will see Like I, I think the the first three million views video will pop up, and you will see what I'm talking about. Don't well, don't take it, don't take my word for it, but really look it up. 
See, I'm promoting you, Ben. So this is <laughs> thank you very much. Royalty fees. Right. Yes. Royalty fees. <laughs> I'm gonna have a share of equity now. <laughs> yeah, you, you get an affiliate of every subscriber. <laughs> affiliate marketing. There you go. Yeah, yeah. You oh, get twenty percent of every subscriber. Twenty <laughs> percent of everything. <laughs> every subscriber. <laughs> oh, guys, subscribe now for this episode. When this episode <laughs> goes up. I'm gonna get 20% for every subscriber. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Love you, Ben. Love you, Ben. Thank you for um, sharing your journey, your insight, your expertise, and being with us here in the show. All right. But thank you very much. But Ben, there's a big but. <gasps> We are not done yet, bro. We are not done yet. We started with your journey. Then we talk about you know techniques, um, tips. In really making a content successful, because you are successful on a YouTube creator. Now we are going to play a game. This is a tradition here in the show, bro. That I'm gonna be asking you questions, and you are not allowed to spend much time thinking about what the right answer is. The first All word right. that comes into your mind, shoot. All right. I'll be lightning fast. You won't believe it. I'll say I'll be giving you answers before you even say questions, and they'll be <laughs> <You> correct. <know? laughs> We call this the creative fast talk. All right, it's a tradition here in the show. Mm -hmm. Are you ready, Ben? I'm ready. You let me know if I need to go faster as well. Let me try to amp it up. <laughs> all right. After all that hype, if I'm going to be so fast, I'm like, okay, hit me with no, I'm nervous. Now. You know why? I'm thinking about the camera. For all the listeners and viewers out there, off cam, we were talking, and Ben was like, "Dude, if in the middle of the interview, oh, yes. the camera just shuts down." You, you know, I it's it's this, it's that, and so I was like thinking, okay, the camera's still good, no glitches. The, we're, we're good. We're no, good. we're good. We're good. It'll be dramatic. It's part of the game. I've, I've answered too fast. The camera's overheated. All right, man. That's Let's it. do this. Question number one: Sun or snow? Snow. All right. All That's right. wrong. It's sun. So okay, exactly, I'll take a little exactly. more time. All right. Second: Structured or chaotic? Structured. If you were an animal, Ben, what animal would you be and why? Be a chihuahua. <laughs> oh, why? Because I have a pet chihuahua and he has the best life of any animal on this earth. I can guarantee you that. <laughs> you, that. you feed him, you pick up after him. It's, it's, it's the, it's all the life hail, of All hail the chihuahua. Yeah. All right. Yeah. All right. That's the first time I heard someone <laughs> answer that. Well, all, all good. All good. All right. Ben, ben Marriott in the house, guys. <laughs> Next, popcorn and movies or dinner and dancing? Oh, uh, popcorn and movies. All right. Since you answered that, follow-up question is name your top three, damn it, three <laughs> yeah. movies of all time. Oh, um, Spirited Away, mm -hmm. uh, Jurassic Park. Mm. Oh, it's, it's, it's tricky. It's tricky for the other ones. I'm, I'm probably missing... Uh, some, but oh, I'm Last trying to think one. of a good absurd. Oh, the the life Monty Python, the life of Brian. Oh, come so. on, I'm a Monty Python fan, bro. Yeah. Love that, love that. Good choice, good choice. Next, passenger or driver? Passenger. Mountains or the beaches? Mountains. Ben, what are you afraid of? Ah, uh, oh, the how deep do we want to go? Um, uh, um. Look, I'm afraid of um, home invaders. <laughs> got to get to. Like, I'm scared of spiders, but not that scary. They can't really hurt me. Home, yeah, yeah. home invaders, home invasions happen. <laughs> <laughs> Who's not scared of that, bro? I mean, why well, not? Well, yeah, you're scared yeah. of it. All right. Okay. 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 I'll accept that. What's your favorite color, Ben? Um, Teal. 
Ooh, okay, okay. I just want to ask. It's not in the list. I, I can give you the hex code if you want. <laughs> hex code, love that. All right, next. Um, soap or toothbrush? Soap. <laughs> but <laughs> those aren't. Those aren't really that uh, <laughs> interchangeable. Right. All right. But soap. <laughs> next, Ben. What is always inside your bag when you were a kid? If you can always remember. Always inside a bag. Oh, a sketchbook. Oh, come on. Nice. Yeah. Love that. Love that. I, I also have that when I was a kid, the small one. Yeah. Mm. Next. What is the weirdest food you've ever tried so far? Oh, I've tried a lot of food. Uh, starfish is pretty weird. Really? Um, which country? Yeah, yeah. Which country? Uh, China. Ah, oh, man. China. I went on a I went on a tour of, mm. of, of the zoology of that like, but starfish like scorpion was mm. great. Sco- starfish was great. It's not starfish. Seahorse. Starfish. Seahorse, right. Starfish not so good. Uh, was it? it was, is it deep fried or is it um, stew no, or what? The other ones were deep fried. So it's seahorse and scorpion just taste like a, a crispy bit of batter, but the, the starfish because like a, you know a decent. When you think of starfish, it's that size of starfish, you imagine, like, um, you know, maybe right. 10 centimeters across. But it, it was its insides. So it was just like the texture. Imagine what the texture of a starfish is like. Like, that's not a fishy. Was that not fleshy? It's, it was like couscous and like yeah. a um, yeah. texture and what's it like a, like a fish, fish broth kind of taste. Uh, and it just wasn't as that nice. But that's probably one of, the, one of the weirdest. Wow. Love that. Love that. All right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> No, I was thinking, I, mean, I never thought of like someone who would cook starfish. I mean, it's so, you see it in I cartoons, guess. right? It's starfish is a friendly freaking. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> it wasn't one I was planning. I knew people, but I get, hey, it's in the ocean. You're hungry. You, yeah. you need to eat well, starfish. Yeah, and then yeah. it's only because I'm from like that. I was know, it spicy? That. Was it spicy? No, it wasn't that spicy. No, right. But you wouldn't, you wouldn't, you wouldn't, um, you know, Eat it again. I try it. I try different. I, it might have been that shop that ah, you know, mentioned right, a bad right, one. Right. Who knows? I only tried one, so okay, I don't want to. Okay, just, there you go. Very adventurous, but, eh? Nice, you put nice. it in this too. You wouldn't. Do it, <laughs> All right. This last question can be, you know, something serious, depending on how you will take the question. All right. Okay. If you have the power to bring back someone back from the dead, who would it be, and why? Anybody? Ooh. Oh, anybody I, in the world. To be honest, I probably, uh, I'm trapped. There would be a musician that died early. Okay. My initial thought was uh, John Lennon, but uh, I think he he had uh, enough time. I'm, I'm thinking younger. Let's go, uh, like, let's go, like, I don't know, Biggie Smalls, even Mac Miller, someone mm, that, like, really mm, had a ton of potential mm, that, like, had no time slowing down. I think if we had, like, 40 more years mm, of music, of them, like what an impact that would have had on the world. And I think Ooh. impact a lot of people like personally, like a lot of people like John Lennon. Yeah. He made a couple more albums in his fifties mm. and sixties, like they would have, and some political thing that probably would have right. helped the world. Yeah. That would have been, a, I'm not, I'm not trying, I'm not trying to say, I'm not trying to put it back, but ah. I'm trying to say like, but someone really like young that like, I don't know, cause as individuals, you listen to certain music and you think it yeah. just really impacts you on a, on love an individual that. level and for that millions of people to mm, i love that um, love that well too. thank yeah. you thank you so much ben i mean first giving us an insight what you do as a brand who you are 
giving us tips, giving us your perspective, being simple, having focus, and doing what you love, and you know, just being crazy and sharing that your experience eating starfish is a weird <laughs> thing, but you are not done yet. If given, you will try it again. So I love that. <laughs> Maybe I, I'm all. Let's just say I'm vegan now as well. If anyone has any objections, reading so. But if I get turned back, we'll right, see. right. Well, thank you so much. Thank you, Ben. Um, I know you have like we've talked about your channel, YouTube channel. You have your website. Any projects? Any online releases? Social media? Please do promote. The floor is yours. Oh, thank you. Well, I've got a um, a beginner's um, animation course coming out soon, which I'm working on at the moment. If you see big piles of paper, I have um, the big outline um, waiting to get um, turned into a script. Um, that is coming out hopefully in August. Is what I'm hoping for. So probably September um, is when that will be released. So that's to teach you After Effects. So if you haven't even touched After Effects, After Effects before in your life, you can start there. Or if you're in your first couple of years and want to get a, it's called Motion Foundation. There'll be a solid foundation. That'll be the understanding of the core concepts that you can, you know, branch out to learn anything from there. And um, yeah, I sell an advanced animation course currently on my website and YouTube videos. And that that's all I do. Like you said, simple. I'm trying to simplify it. It's <laughs> educational animation content. You'll find me on YouTube and um, and my website for more. They they can also um, connect with you on Instagram, right? Yeah, connect with me. Follow me on Instagram. Send me a message. I will probably get around to it eventually. Maybe not right away, but uh, I'll be there. <laughs> there you go, guys. Please do connect with Ben Marriott. I'm sure he can help you in your journey towards success. So again, Ben, thank you so much for spending the time to be with us here in the show. I learn a lot. I'm sure our viewers and learners and listeners out there learn a lot because you are an amazing human being, Ben. Thank you again so much, and always remember: have a positive outlook in life. Smile. God bless. Bye. Thank you for being with us here on the Creative Talk Podcast. I'm your host, John Santos. Don't forget to listen and subscribe on your favorite podcast platform. See you again, always.